2: she oh, recorded as, live as a, as
0: a prosecutor and attorney general, etc. And then he goes, I can't do this because of house wools. Makes me want to barf, my friends. That kind of dereliction of duty. And I do not use those words lightly my friends i mean them exactly as they are intended it is a dereliction of duty and for him to say and come out and say that oh we just we got to obey the rules we can't we can't investigate this there's no accountability if that's the case and we are in a kingdom that's it pack it up it's over now recently I watched Dinesh D'Souza's movie America, Imagine the World Without Her. And in this little documentary, Dinesh D'Souza makes the point that is pointed out by many people that he interviewed that America is not a country. America is an idea, a dream, you know what? He's right in that respect. It is not a country. It is a dream. It is a belief. That's what it is. And when we have people like Trey Gowdy who's going to say that I don't have the authority to question Hillary because of House rules, the dream is dead, my friends. When we have a president who goes, i got a pen and a phone. I'm going to go and unilaterally make a treaty. But I'm not going to call it a treaty. I'm going to call it an agreement with Iran. Or I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do this other thing. I'm going to do that other thing, etc. over there. When he talks about all these things and acts this way, the dream is dead, my friends. We don't have a president. We have a king. We don't have a Congress. We have a lapdog. The press certainly certainly has failed miserably. And here, just last week, my friends, I had Frank play a little clip of Trey Gowdy questioning reporters about why haven't you reported on these things? Why haven't you even questioned on these things? And now, after he makes such a noble speech, little three-minute speech to reporters and had me all fired up and excited while finally there is someone back there with a backbone, and then he turns around and makes this kind of a statement. I'm telling you, I'm nauseated. I'm incensed. And you should be incensed too because he is nothing more than a pretender himself if he really thinks that house rules trump the Constitution and we are all just servants of the king and the kingdom. I don't know about you, but that makes me sick. should make you sick. That that's what America has slid into and the dream is dead if that's the case so what are we going to do about it my friends you Well, know? we have to pay attention hold his feet to the fire get Daryl Issa talking about, you know, well, gee whiz, you did it two years ago, or several years, three years ago, excuse me, did it three years ago, why aren't you talking about it now? Hmm? Why aren't these people talking about it? Bring it forward. Bypass the media. You don't need the lamestream media. Just do it. Oh, Miss Clinton, you have a campaign appearance in Iowa? Too bad, you're required to be here now. You can just turn your little scooby van around and show up. And if you don't show up, we'll have you arrested. Send the U.S. Marshals. Arrest her. Yeah, that's it, my friends. That wraps up this edition of the Constitutional Crusader Show on the American Voice Radio Network. Until next week, my friends. Unless the creep rises or they come and take me away again, my fellow Americans, keep your powder dry.
1: American Voice Radio Network is heard
3: on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. Food prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971, when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com, or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Pacific. internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC didn't use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be dependent on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band, free-to-air satellite system from ABR. The ABR system includes a receiver, an LMB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for $149.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541 541- Two two five four six five nine, or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click the Satellite System.
2: Indiana today, and unfortunately, Pastor Anthony Gritty was not able to join us this evening, but uh, hey, you got me, <laughs> and so uh, just pray for him. He is actually out turkey hunting right now, and for those of you who are familiar with our chat room, I will be there as soon as my computer will allow me to. Had some technical difficulties to start the show, but that's all right. I'm ready to roll today, and I hope you are as well. Now, uh, most of the time, we would be dealing with the Hatefulness Hour on the third Thursday, but I, or, or, what? I don't even know what day of the week it is. All right, on the third Monday of the month. But uh, I believe, Frank, that we will postpone that until Pastor Anthony can be back on the air. And so I've got some things to talk to you tonight about uh, lots of things going on in the world right now. And also, I want to talk to you tonight about salvation. Now, I touched on this a couple of weeks ago. When I was doing the, the hour myself as well at that time And uh, I really, I want to take you down through a step-by-step Of what salvation is according to the Word of God If you've listened to this broadcast for any time at all You'll understand that our final authority for all faith and practice Is the Word of God, specifically the King James 1611 Bible and Because we have to have that as a final authority Um Otherwise, you could just change anything you want and say it wasn't in the original. But uh, there are a number of reasons for that. I take it by faith, and so that is what we are going to be going to tonight. In order to see what the Bible has to say about salvation, it is good to be on the air this evening. It is cold and windy here in Indiana, but I'll tell you what, we are blessed beyond all measure. Uh, A few announcements before we get into what we have for this hour. First of all, the Annual Ecclesiastical Law Center Meetings, of which I am the research director, those will be this year, of course, held here at Cornerstone Historic Baptist Church in Union City, Indiana. They will be June 8th through the 11th, and you want to go ahead and contact me and let me know if you're coming. We'll try to get some sort of accommodation for you, if we can, that's that's limited, so you want to contact me early. But uh, we've got the announcement up on the Ecclesiastical Law Center website as well. So you want to go to lordshipchurches.info uh, and just read down through there. Also, we've got uh, quite a few blogs posted there, too. So while you're at lordshipchurches.info, check those out. I think you'll get some useful information there. And, hey, if you do happen to go there and read the article, just leave a quick note. Whether you liked it or didn't like it, um, I'm just curious to know. And, uh and I would appreciate that very much. But you'll see the announcement on the front page of lordshipchurches.info, and that will show you right there some of the rough details. Um, I will be getting posted onto our website some of the more particular details about the meetings this year. But you definitely want to start getting geared up for that. In the past few years, we've had in excess of 20 different pastors at these meetings, most of them speaking at some time or another during the week. And it's been a great blessing. It's been uh, Uh, Great fellowship. We've uh, had activities such as last year I took a group of men uh, down to Little Peter Grove Baptist Church, the oldest Baptist church in Indiana, still standing on its original foundation, and we had a great time down there. There's an annual golf outing for those of you who uh, just can't get enough of golf, which is why I do the alternate (laughs) activity at these, actually, because I don't uh, particularly care for golf except for disc golf. Um, and so uh, you'll definitely want to come. Let's see, two years ago, I took, as the alternate activity, took uh, all the men that wanted to go out for a fishing tournament to see if you catch the biggest fish. So we have a great time every year. The preaching is just excellent uh, with with preachers like, uh, uh, well, I'm not going to tell you. They're surprised. But I'll tell you, one of the main speakers at the ELC meetings every year is a very famous host on this radio network. And his name is not Anthony Griffith, although he, he does speak in the meetings as well. But uh, Pastor Mike Cooper, Lord willing, will be up here at the Ecclesiastical Law Center meetings, as a, again, June 8th through the 11th. And if you need to get in contact with me, the, probably the best way is to email me. That is refreshaz at That's R E F as in Frank, the guy that makes things happen with the uh, American Voice Radio Network. R-E-S, as in Sam, H E D A Z as in Arizona, at Hotmail.com. Or you can just go to lordshipchurches.info and find the contact information there. Another good way to get a hold of us is by putting it into the uh, comment, not not the comment box, but there's an actual page there where you can uh, contact us through a web form. And that's a good way to do it as well. So uh, be sure to make your plans for June 8th through the 11th, and we'll look forward to seeing you here at Cornerstone Historic Baptist Church for, I believe, it's, well, I don't know how many it is. I'll have to ask my pastor, Pastor Keith Hoover, how many of these we've had. I know that uh, I've been able to be at the last four or five, bound uh, to be somewhere around 15 or 16, and i bet somebody's somebody in the chat room right now, but unfortunately I just can't get into the chat room because of the technical difficulties I'm having, but uh, it's, uh, these are great You don't want to miss them Also, uh, I don't think it's too early To announce that uh, Pastor Dan Zyke Is going to be having meetings up in Oregon in October And uh, Lord willing, me and my family will be out there for those Speaking at those he, uh, he centers his meetings Around lordship issues And he's had some great meetings there in the past It'll be the first opportunity that I'll have To go to the North West And I praise the Lord for that. So hopefully everything works out for us getting out there. But you don't want to miss those meetings either. Uh, Also check on the lordshipchurches.info website for information on that coming up. As soon as he gets uh, all the information nailed down, then we'll go ahead and put a banner up on the website there as well. Uh, Also you want to contact Pastor Anthony Garissi, our incognito missing host for this evening, you can do so at pastor at paysonfirstfabinischurch.net. And you can go to his website as well that, that they have for the church out there in Payson. That's Payson paysonfirstfabinischurch.net. Uh, and he would be happy to get back with you. Um, and he's actually good at getting back with you. So if you want to contact him, have any need to do so, you can do that in that way. Also, this is a call-in radio broadcast. If you have something to say that is related to the topic of the hour, then you can give us a call here at 1-855-566-3738. I'd be more than happy to, uh, to take your calls related to the topic of salvation and discuss them with you on the air. And so, uh, again, that number is 1-855-566-3738. And also, one last thing, and that's the chat room that I alluded to earlier. Jump in the chat room. The way you do that is go to theamericanvoice.com, and on the left-hand side you'll see a button there that says chat. Just click on that and jump in there, and, uh, and you'll be able to uh, chat with everybody that's in there. And there are quite a few in there this evening, as usual. Good to see Frank's in there and Pastor Mike's in there, L.P. Andrew's in there. Uh, good to see Andrew again, and LT of course. Wayfarer, that's me. Uncle Nick, Elf Support. I just met him uh, a couple of weeks ago. He said, who are you? <laughs> so anyway, he's a, he's, you, you'll want to discuss things with him in the chat room. That's a, a, he himself, Elf Support, is a good reason to get to that chat room. And also Spudman. Always good to see Spudman in the chat room. And uh, so you'll want to jump in there and have a blast related to the topic of the hour. And I tell you, the news just keeps going on and on and on. I'm sure you've heard that Hillary Clinton is running for president. This was a great shocker for uh, everybody for her to finally unveil the fact that she was running for president. I have never seen, personally, a more pathetic example of somebody that wanted to run for public office than Hillary Clinton. But you know what's interesting about this is that the mainstream media is going to try to surf her into position on a wave of positive uh, journalism. In other words, they're not going to report on all of the bad stuff she did, like got the guy killed at Benghazi, or uh, the fact that she is an evil one-world government person. No, they're not going to report on any of that they're not going to report on the fact that she is a, uh, a lush and a drunkard who faked a stroke in order to get out of testifying in front of Congress. Nope, they're not going to talk about any of that. Instead, what we have now being processed for us is Hillary Clinton as the nation's grandmother. Yes, absolutely. She, is, uh, she wants to be everybody's grandmother. It was interesting, coinciding with her announcing that, uh, that she was running for president, her daughter, Chelsea, was on the cover of L. magazine on the same day. I think it was the same, I believe it was the same day. And uh, so there's going to be a full force media push to prove to us that Hillary Clinton is not the evil witch that everybody thought she was, that she's not just an underhanded one world would rather kill people than, uh, than look them in the face. You just have Vince Foster, right, uh, or anybody involved with the, with the Whitewater scandal or the Hope Airport, or the uh, cocaine running, or any anything like that. Boy, we have a short memory here in America, don't we? But anyway, Hillary Clinton, yes, America's grandmother running for president. And that's about it as far as the Democrats go. Of course, we know on this broadcast and on this network that the Democrats and the Republicans are working hand-in-hand to goose-step the American people into slavery, and uh, and they're doing quite a... Quite a fantastic job, if you were to ask me, uh, with making sure that the people of this country are having decreasing freedoms on a daily basis. But on the Republican side, we've got, uh, you know, a, a one-worlder and a one-worlder and a one world But the one I wanted to talk about was Jeff Bush. Now, this is a fascinating thing to me. Now, if you ever go back and you look at the pictures of the presidents before they uh, before they take office, and then after they leave office, go back and do that for C.W. Bush or, or Bill Clinton or any of, these, any of these guys who have been our president, and you see that they age a great deal in those four or eight years, a great deal more than they would otherwise, because apparently lying ages you faster, and, uh, and, and sinning in a great way and reducing people's freedoms must just have a way of leapfrogging you into octogenarian age or something like that. But here is another Bush that actually raises his ugly head, uh, a fake Hispanic who is married to a Roman Catholic, and he actually converted from Methodism to Roman Catholicism. That's because he's a politician. They don't care what they believe as long as people will vote him in. But uh, he, uh, he's actually running for president. Now, that is fascinating to me. One thing that you have not heard in the press is you have not heard a great deal of negative things about Jeb Bush. Now, uh, Ted Cruz, absolutely, or I, I keep wanting to say Tom Cruz, but that would definitely be the wrong Cruz. Uh, absolutely, he has just been lambasted. I mean, here's a guy that, uh, that probably, I, I, don't know him. I don't know. I know enough about him to know that I agree with him in a number of areas as far as being a conservative and as far as just being pro-freedom in general. Um, He's not perfect on that, of course. He's a lawyer, which means he's a liar. Those two things are synonymous. Um, But you can really tell who's taking the flack, and that shows you who the liberals on both sides, Republicans or Democrats, who they really don't like. And you know what? If they don't like them enough to lie about them and to try to run them uh, under the table with false candles and things like that, then it makes me want to take a second look at them. Uh, I want to know a little bit more about Ted Cruz. Am I going to vote for him? I don't think voting does anything anymore. Um, We've got more dead people voting than live people just about anyway. But uh, the fact is whoever is ordained to be the next president is the one that's going to be the next president. But Ted Cruz is interesting. Um, Marco Rubio. Wow, just to show you the length to which the mainstream media goes to try to uh, demolish anyone that even shows any sort of conservatism. Marco Rubio, of course, the great scandal that's just come out is that during his uh, State of the, of the Union uh, rebuttal against Obama two years ago, he took a sip of water while he was giving his speech, And supposedly this is a, it's turning into a big thing. I just ran into this today. Isn't that not fascinating? It makes me think, what if Pastor Mike Hoover ran for president? What would they have on him? Oh, my goodness. I could get rich just selling them the tapes of the stuff that I have that said uh, that. Uh, no, I'm just kidding, Pastor Mike Hoover. But think about this. They are willing to lie, obfuscate, run under the table, and sometimes even kill, murder, and maim people who disagree with the one world government and the new world order in the direction that that's heading. Imagine if somebody with a great deal of integrity, Actually stood up. I know integrity and politicians. Those things are absolutely opposite. But imagine if one of them uh, stood up and said, "You know what? Everybody up here is a liar. This is the truth, and it really was the truth." I wonder how long they would last. We would never hear of a person that did such. Um, I cannot remember of a president in my lifetime that wasn't such a great compromise. I don't think you get to that level without so much compromise. It's very difficult, and I know that God judges people's hearts, but it's very difficult for me to see that a politician at that level could possibly be a born-again believer. And you could, you could try to prove me wrong, but the fact is that you have to compromise in so many different areas that would violate clear, revealed, scripture that I don't believe there's any possible way that any of these people could be born again. Now it was a while back I got to meet John Boehner who was the speaker of the house. Um, he did not cry by the way when I met him which was a good thing. But uh, I got to meet him and I, I very briefly and as much time that I had as I, as I shook his hand and I know some of you guys are saying you shook his hand I'm never going to shake your hand because you shook his hand. So I shook his hand and I told him the gospel. I told him how he could be saved, and, uh, and it was completely foreign to him. You have to wonder if some of these people haven't even ever been exposed to the gospel because they've been in their insulated little uh, pol- pol- political circles for almost their entire life. But uh, the fact is that these are people that are anti-God, anti-Christ, and yet they claim to be Christians. So what do you think? I mean, there are 80% of the people in this country claim to be Christian. And that's down from about 98% when I was a kid, I think. It must have been close to that. But, uh, yeah, 20% of people now don't believe that they're Christians of any way, shape, or form. Now, we've got to define Christianity very loosely in this instance. What does it mean to be a Christian? Well, to me, to be, it means to be a Christian is to follow Christ and to, and to accept what he said out of his words regarding salvation, regarding how we should live. Uh, To most people, being a Christian is a social thing. And so 80% of people in the United States consider themselves social Christians. I would say that very few of those actually understand what salvation is. It was amazing to me that when we used to street preach down at Arizona State University at Pippin Mill, if you've ever been down there, a wonderful place to run into people on a Friday night, when we used to preach down there, the gospel, when we used to just get the plain salvation message down there, it was as if we were talking to people that had no concept. You see in Acts chapter, uh, oh, 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 I have to find that passage. But in Acts, when Paul was talking to, I believe it's chapter 16 or 17, when Paul was talking to the people in Athens, he did something interesting there. He took them all the way back to the fact that they had uh, they had known that there was a god let me find the passage real quick Um, so he took them all the way back to the fact that they had a, a, a statue to an unknown god in other words they were recognizing the fact that there was something more than their pantheon that they had 500 gods or whatever it was at the time and so what he did he said look I know who this is, and he told them about it. And people responded in, in one of three ways. The first way they responded was to reject it and to mock. The second way they responded to it was to say, we're gonna hear more of this later. And the third way they responded to it was to accept what he was saying and to believe on Jesus Christ because of what he had preached. And the one thing we had always had in this country, up until fairly recently, is there was a basic understanding of what salvation was in the United States. In other words, if you ask people about Jesus Christ, they could have told you what he did on the cross and why he did it.
4: In other words, for your sins.
2: They could have given you the gospel story because this was something that was part of our culture. They could have told you that the Bible was a good book, the word of God. And they could have pointed you to different passages in Proverbs and Psalms and you would hear it in everyday conversation. But the fact is, we have reached the point in our country now that although 80% of people call themselves Christians, most people don't understand what the plain gospel message is from the word of God. And I really had to do some backtracking. I remember talking to the guys about this that I went free-freaking with, Pastor Anthony and Pastor Keith and uh, several others. We talked about how we were having to educate these people on the very basic level of what the Bible said. These were college-educated folks, and none of them had read the Bible in its entirety, which is the the best-selling book in history, which you would think it would be a required reading in high school and college, right? But no, they had not read the book in its entirety. They knew certain portions of it, of course, because there is still a little bit of that in our culture. But they had no concept of what the gospel was. If you go up and ask somebody, just somebody in random in public, and I I would highly recommend you do this. If you are a born-again believer, just walk up to somebody in public or maybe one of your family members and say, do you know what the gospel is? And just see what their answer is. Now you can educate them as to what it is uh, after we go through what the gospel is this evening.
5: But just
0: ask them.
2: And you'll get a variety of answers. But probably the most common answer on that is that if I do good things, then God will weigh my good versus my bad. And that will determine whether or not I can get into heaven. And it seems as if we have something in us that wants to justify ourselves with our works in order to make ourselves right before God.
4: If you're waiting
2: to be perfect or to do good in order to to be able to approach God for salvation, that's never going to happen because all of sin becomes sort of the glory of God. If you're waiting for a specific time to get saved that would be more convenient for you, that's not going to happen either because today is the day of salvation and you need to trust Jesus Christ as your Savior today. But most of the people think that it's works. As a matter of fact, there are entire systems out there based on salvation being a work. And I'll point directly and just start out with the churches of Christ. What they believe regarding salvation is that you must be baptized in order to be saved. Now, what the Bible teaches about baptism and what the church of Christ teaches about baptism, those are two contrary things. Because the Bible says that, we are, that if not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. So we see time and time through Scripture that it's not our work that we have done that saves us, but it was the work of Jesus Christ. And all of this has just been laying a groundwork for what salvation is. And it looks like I'm going to have to uh, jump into this and tackle it through the second half of the broadcast. But I encourage you to stay tuned through the second half of the broadcast, because there may be, even if you are a born-again believer, there may be some things that are unclear in your mind regarding salvation. And hopefully, during this hour, we can clear some of those things up. And those of you who have never heard the clear gospel message that Jesus Christ, who was God in the flesh, came down and hung on the cross as a payment for your sins and mine, and all we must do is call out and believe upon the name of the Lord in faith and repentance, and we will be saved, then you're going to hear an even clearer version of what I just told you about that. And so you'll definitely want to stay tuned through that. Um, Once again, I want to mention the chat room so you can jump in there in the second half. There are a number of people that can actually help you in there as well uh, if you have questions about salvation. So I encourage you to jump into the chat room right now and start asking those questions. That's at theamericanvoice.com. Chat is on the left-hand side as you scroll down the page. Click on that. Give yourself a super-secret identity. It doesn't matter to me if it's your real name or not. Jump in there, uh, start discussing, start asking questions. This is the first topic a man can deal with or a woman in their life, whether or not they have received Jesus Christ as their Savior. And so we're going to talk about that in the second half of the broadcast. Stay
4: tuned.
2: We'll be right
4: back.
3: The soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore. To order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanBoliceRadio.com, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Pacific. have denied Internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be dependent on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band, free-to-air satellite system from ABR. The ABR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is a coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for $149.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541-225-4659. Two two five four six five nine, or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System. Food prices have increased over forty percent. Energy prices have increased over twenty percent. Wheat and gas prices have increased over seventy percent. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family.
6: We're gonna make some more don't go free is now heard, just a Christian must stand, for truth of the scripture will salvage our land. In tells our creation and how we begin, what we should live for, and how we shall live. In humans, our values entailed us the ruin, consider all of us the tale of the food.
2: The contenders for the faith radio broadcast. I'm Jason Burton, broadcasting out of Union City, Indiana, of course, and good to have you back for the second half of the broadcast. Unfortunately, the man in the big squeaky chair, flanked by the Cedars of Lebanon with the Library of Alexandria behind his desk, and the only mega church of faith in Arizona. Uh, Pastor Anthony, Pastor Dr. Right Reverend Anthony Gariffi is unable to join us this evening due to prior engagements. All right, fine. He's out turkey hunting, and uh, that turkey, uh, he shouldn't hunt. The only way he should hunt for turkey is by looking in a mirror because he missed tonight's radio broadcast. There, I got my cut in, and if he wants to hear it, he can listen to the replay. And uh, you folks better give him a hard time when he comes back into the chat room next week Lord willing, we will be doing Hatefulness Hour next week as opposed to this week. And that way we've got both of us here to uh, you know, hate on everything and to hear your hates as well. And you definitely want to get prepared for that and come back next week. If you are not familiar with Hatefulness Hour, you want to get involved. And uh, I'll tell you this, that there are things that, that God hates. We'll get into that more next week, Bill, and talk about that. Lord willing, when Pastor Anthony Christie is back with us. Alright, we were talking about as we went into the break, salvation. What is salvation? If somebody came up to you and asked you that right question right now, how would you answer? What is salvation? Well, I'll tell you this, it is a divisive thing. And I'm going to get into a little bit of the false conceptions of salvation prior to telling you what the gospel is. And the reason for that is because the false concepts of salvation are probably out there more than the salvation of the Bible anyway. And so we need to address those, do away with those, package them up, send them off to Abu Dhabi and forget about them, and then we will, in the probably the last 15 or 20 minutes, get into salvation from the Word of God. But I want to dispose of two things, first of all. Salvation's always been that cause of conflict, like I said. In Matthew chapter 10 and verses 34 through 36, uh, Christ himself said, Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law, and a man's foes shall they be of his own household. The fact is, if you get saved, if you are truly born again, if you get salvation, if God has saved you, you will run into those types of conflict. Which is why there has always been this uh, move away from the pure gospel, unscriptural ideas concerning how to be saved. It started popping up since New Testament times. You look at Acts chapter 15 in verse 1, and let me turn there real quick. And I'm using an old-fashioned Bible. I've started doing that more and more and trying to get away from the technology. It makes you a lot faster at what you're doing uh, when you're doing your Bible study. But
0: Acts 15
2: and verse 1 says this, And certain men which came down from Judea taught the brethren and said, Except you be circumcised after the manner of Moses, ye cannot be saved. You see at a very early period in the church that false doctrine regarding salvation comes in and tries to sway the people away from the pure doctrine of the word of God, but if you look at an examination of all the false religions, cults, and many of the, and much of the Christian thinking that is out there right now, what you notice is that they have this concept of salvation that is due. In other words, there must be something that is done to be saved. The Philippian jailer asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? It's natural for a man to think, what can I do to be saved? And many of these
4: religions
2: that are false, they actually prey upon that. Oh, you want to know something that you can do in order to be saved? Then what we will do is we will give you something to do in order to be saved. You take, for instance, the Mormons where they have to make their trip up to a a temple to get the temple cleansing and all of that type of thing, and they've got Uh, have to do certain good works in order to be saved. But if you look at people like the Church of Christ, Christ himself says, the fact is that our good works will never outweigh our bad works because it's our bad works, our sins, that have separated us from God. So change your perspective, from the very beginning, change your perspective on salvation from it's not something that you do to get saved. It's something that has been done in order for you to be saved. Simple human nature naturally seeks to earn salvation through its own merit, right? Just as Adam and Eve attempted to cover their shame with the works of their own hands. You look at uh, throughout Scripture, you see people trying to justify themselves. But we can only be justified through the blood of Christ. The first false concept I want to deal with is universalism. This declares that all men will be saved eventually. That goes contrary to Scripture, clearly. This view is often expressed by statements such as, God is too loving to send anyone to hell. And that's one reason why the Jehovah's Witnesses don't believe in a hell. They just believe in annihilation. Or all men are traveling along different roads but are heading to the same place. Or you might hear, uh, all the folks go to the hub, and so it doesn't matter what you believe as long as you're sincere about believing it. These are all utterly, completely false. I want you to listen to these exclusive statements in the Word of God. From John chapter 3, this is where... Uh, Jesus Christ is speaking to Nicodemus. John chapter 3 and verses 3 through 5 and then verse 7 say this. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old, can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water, and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Marvel not what I said unto thee. He must be born again. These are statements of exclusivity. In other words, Christ right here is drawing the line and saying, you must be saved, you must be born again in order to see God. Now, John fourteen six says this, Jesus saith unto him, this would be a good verse to memorize, by the way. Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. There is no man man cometh unto the Father, but by me. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father, but by me. I was uh, told by one of the, the members of our church that we were a part of out there in Douglas, Arizona, that he was at a Presbyterian funeral. And it was one of his friends or one of his family members that was being buried, and they refused to read John chapter 14 and verse 6 because it says there's no other way to God. I am the way, the truth, and the life, Jesus Christ said. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. You have to, in order to be right with God, you have to go through the Son and his finished work on the cross. Acts chapter 4 and verse 12 says neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. You see, it's not an option. Christianity's not a good idea. It's not an interesting way to go. The fact is that you will not be saved apart from Jesus Christ. No man, no woman can possibly be made right with God without Jesus Christ. Isaiah chapter 45 and verse 22 Look unto me, and be ye saved all the ends of the earth, for I am God, and there is none else. You're not going to get to heaven your own way. You're not going to get to heaven by working your way into salvation. God is not going as the just judge of the universe to look down at you and to judge your sin and judge you guilty and then say, you know what, I'm just going to let you go for that. There had to have been a penalty paid for the transgression. A just judge is not going to say you had your car stolen and you are in court while the car thief is uh, being tried. He sounds guilty and the judge says, I'm just feeling merciful today. And so I'm just going to let you go. And I say, well, what about my car? And he says, well, I'm feeling merciful today. Is that a just judge? No, a just judge makes a judgment. That is not be stuff, but it is when you're thinking about salvation. The penalty for your sin has to be paid. And the fact was is that it was paid by Jesus Christ if you turn to him as your advocate in front of that court. I love this law language. It was actually what brought me to Christ in the first place. If you've listened to this broadcast much before, you've heard my testimony about how I was reading the book of Romans. And I said, boy, this makes the perfect lawyerly argument. You could win in any court of law as to how somebody had lost and needs to be saved. And the fact is, Christ alone can be our advocate and be the one to save us. In other words, our salvation must come through the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary and cannot be helped or somehow assisted by any of our works, good or not, because all our righteousnesses, the Bible says, are as filthy rags. God does not have one way to save Baptists and another way for Catholics and another way for the Hindus. There's only one way any soul can be saved, by God's grace, through repentance and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't think that there's any other way. Now, there are a number of groups out there that teach baptismal regeneration. This is a a, a process. Of course, we know currently in America, and I'm sure that there are other groups around the world that did not, Start with this guy, but currently in America, the baptismal regeneration movement started in earnest with Alexander Campbell. Although, if you look at the pro- most Protestant groups, they believe that there is a work of grace through the baptismal waters, which is just goes completely against what the Word of God says in John chapter fourteen and verse six: that Christ is the only way, He is the only truth, and, and He is the life. No man comes unto the Father but by Him. The fact is, salvation cannot save you regardless of what the rest of your uh, theological construct looks like. Uh, baptism will not save you. It will get you wet. It is a symbol of what has been done inside of you if you are a Baptist. It is the first step of obedience for a born-again believer is to be baptized properly and biblically. But the fact is, baptismal regeneration is taught in many places around Around where we live here, there are many Christian churches, disciples of Christ, churches of Christ, uh, and others that teach baptismal regeneration. But uh, it teaches that baptism is to be the means of salvation or to be a part of the salvation process. And it's actually practiced by Roman Catholicism, so it has a really ancient beginning. The Anglicans, Lutherans, Reformed denominations, the Campbellite churches, like I mentioned, churches of Christ, disciples of Christ, church, uh, Christian churches, um, as a matter of fact, out of the Catholic Catechism, uh, this is from 1963, page 44, if you want to look it up, uh, it's a question and answer. It's the Catholic Catechism. The question is, what did baptism do to you? And then the answer they give is, baptism removed original sin by giving me the life of grace. It made me God's child and a member of His church. Question, why was baptism a new birth for me? Answer, Baptism was a new birth because it gave me a share in the life of Christ. Without, the Catholics believe that without Catholic baptism, you cannot be saved. And yet that goes very clearly contrary to just a few scriptures that we mentioned, not to mention the, the, the entire doctrine of baptism as you study it out through the New Testament. Here are a couple of more uh, a couple of more quotes. Question, what is baptism? Answer, baptism is a sacrament. Now these are, oh wow, actually this one, this particular quote is from the Presbyterian. Um, what is baptism? A baptism is a sacrament wherein the washing with water, in the name of the Father and the Son of the Holy Ghost, does signify and seal our engrafting into Christ and partaking of the benefits of the covenant of grace and our engagement to be with the Lord. That is, it has an effective work in their salvation. Now the Lutherans believe this. Lutherans believe that. This is a quote from their uh small catechism they have a large catechism too well this is from the small one Lutherans believe that in baptism a person is born into the kingdom of God and becomes an heir of salvation it is the beginning of a life of faith so they believe that the conversion work happens through the baptism now if you think of Lutherans and Presbyterians these guys are just Protestants right they, they, they believe surely they have salvation right well if they believe that baptism confers or helps the salvation process in any way then they are going against scripture and they don't even understand the most basic tenet of what it is to be saved the fact that there is nothing that you can do to save yourself but you must turn to Jesus Christ in faith and repentance and, and believe on him and the finished work of the cross and the fact that he rose again the third day in order to be saved um, so salvation is important why? Because it delivers us from hell and death. And because it reconciles and makes right that relationship with God. You know, the Bible The is very clear as to the way of salvation if you go through. And it's not through the law. It's not through the works. And there are just verses after verse after verse in the word of God about all of this. And we could teach on it for, for a very long time. But let me just end by just giving you the simple gospel message. I think that that would be a good thing to do. Um, And for those of you who are born-again believers, you know what? The gospel message is not complex. It's deep, but it's not complex. The fact is that the Bible tells us that we are all sinners. Now, this is something that we know instinctively. In fact, if you ask people and they're honest with you, they will tell you that they are sinners. Oh, have you ever done anything wrong? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've done stuff wrong. Oh, yeah, I'm a bad person. I'm a sinner. The Bible says in Romans chapter 3 and verse 23, it says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We, have, we don't have any righteousness or goodness in ourselves that cause us to become right in God's eyes. This is what separates true Bible-believing Christians from the rest of people that call themselves Christians whether it's the Mormons or the Catholics. It's the fact that the Bible-believing Christians understand one fact, and that's that we're powerless to save ourselves. There's nothing that we can do in and of ourselves in order to be saved. Now, Romans 5.12 says this. Let's turn to it real quick. Romans 5.12 says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. The second that you admit you're a sinner, you have to come face to face with the fact that death is the result of that sin. For so the wages of sin is death, it says in Romans 6:23. And the, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. We understand that. But if you but the wages of that sin, we've all sinned. If you admit you're a sinner, you understand that that sin must, by its na- very nature, bring forth wages of death. Death in your members and eternal death of your soul. These are statements of facts from Scripture. You say you believe the Bible, but then you don't want to believe what the Bible clearly says about salvation, the fact that you're a sinner in need of a Savior. There's nothing more that I can say to you. But the fact is you know deep down that you're not right before God. You know deep down that your sin separates you from a just and holy God. And the wages of that sin is death. And it's that death that will come upon you if you do not receive Christ as your Savior. And I always like to take people to to Revelation 21.8 at this point. Revelation 21.8 tells us something very interesting. If you think you're a good person, I want you to go through Revelation 21.8 real quick with me. But the fearful, you ever feared anything? And unbelieving... that's everybody that hasn't received Christ yet. And the abominable, that's everybody that stands before God and and thinks that they're righteous before God. And murderers, well, Christ already told us if you've hated a man that you've you've murdered him in your heart. Um, And whoremongers and sorcerers, eh, you say, at least I'm not a sorcerer. Well, okay. And idolaters and and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone which is the second death. Now you can do what you want. You can say that that is an allegory. You can try to explain that passage away. But the fact is the Bible just clearly told you that if you've ever told a lie that you are going to spend an eternity in hell in the lake of fire death and hell are cast into the lake of fire there will be an eternal punishment that was reserved for Satan and his angels and you will be required to participate that for all eternity because as in your pride and your arrogance, you thought you could do something to save yourself. You thought there was some little bit of righteousness in you that you could stand before a holy God and you will not be saved unless as, you Christ. As you read down through, and I definitely challenge you to do this, as you read down through the book of Romans, think of it in this way. Think of it as, that you are, you are... In a trial before God You admit you're guilty Before God You admit that you must have that punishment before God But then Christ is there To pay the penalty As God judges As a holy and just God Um, I, I, I can't say it any better Than the Holy Spirit said it through the book of Romans But the fact is If you take people to these passages And you take yourself to these passages Understand what God is saying About people that are sinners and they are in need of salvation. Then you can go to Romans chapter 10 and see how people are to be saved. And usually I start in verse 8 in Romans chapter 10. But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, Thou shalt be saved, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I'll tell you this evening, if you're listening to this broadcast and you're wondering about your eternal salvation, I'll tell you this. There is nothing except to turn to Christ and his finished work and accept what he's done for you on the cross of Calvary two thousand years ago, paying as the perfect sacrifice the penalty for your sins. That is the only response you can have if to turn to Christ and say I can do nothing in and of myself to save myself. And you know what? Pride is going to rear its ugly head because you're going to say, I've done a lot of good things in my life. The fact is, you still have not made yourself right before a just and holy God. If there's anybody out there tonight that is listening to this, and you say, I want to hear more about this, then please write me. Refreshazahotmail.com. I will get back to you as soon as I possibly can the most important thing you can hear on the American Voice Radio Network, and I'm sure Frank will agree with me on this, is that you need to receive Jesus Christ as your Savior. As a matter of fact, all of this is going to pass away. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word shall stand forever, and that word tells you to receive Christ as your Savior today. You Write me at refreshedazahotmail.com or you can always jump in the chat room at the American Voice Radio Network and uh, there, are, well, there are people in there that understand the gospel and can't tell you how you can be saved. You say, well, that's too simple. You know what? I don't believe it. I don't buy it. If you believe the word of God and what it told you about you being a sinner before God, you had better believe it. And you had better buy it. Because Jesus Christ said that he alone is the way, the truth, and the life. And that you and no man can come to the Father except by Lord bless you all. Thank you for listening tonight. Uh, be sure to write us and tell us what you think of the radio broadcast. And be sure to support the American Voice Radio Network as well. Uh, you can see the, there's a donate button on the main page there. If you, if you want to keep this type of radio on the air, American Voice Radio Network, do that. all need you out. And, put media. and be sure to get
0: to the radio broadcast. Thank you very much. Lord bless you. Stay tuned for Melissa Band coming up next. Thank
3: Radio network is heard on Galaxy 19, 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. ABR is heard on the left side audio channel, and ABR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both ABR and ABR2 are on Galaxy 19,
1: same network, double the choices.
3: have denied Internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be dependent on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a Ku band free-to-air satellite system from ABR. The ABR system includes a receiver, an LMB, and a 75 centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for 149.99. That's right, delivered for 149.99. That's the shipping and the system. 149.99. Call 541 two. 254659 that's 4659 two, two, four, or visit americanvoiceradio.com and click the satellite system. Food prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat and gas prices have increased over
1: 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing, or even stabilizing? All fields... ...since the beginning of the United States, kings have sought it,
3: the nations have fought for it. It has been traded, borrowed, purchased, and stolen. There is a reason for it, to secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Invest with the security of gold and silver. Call Discount Gold and Silver Trading at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Listen to Financial Survival with your host, Melody Cedarstrom on American Voice Radio Network and Shortwave Radio. Visit discountgoldandsilvertrading.net or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. For the very best in gold and silver trading, call toll-free 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Call now. Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Pacific. internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC did in-use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be depended on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band, free to air satellite system from ABR. The ABR system includes a receiver, an LMB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for $149.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's five four one two two five four six five nine. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click the Satellite System. American Voice Radio Network is heard on Galaxy 19 at 97 degrees west, transponder 23, frequency 12115, audio PID 2595. AVR is heard on the left side audio channel, and AVR 2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both AVR and AVR 2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. running out, jobs leaving the country. Many people cannot afford to eat or keep a roof over their head. Too many can be neither. Messiah's Branch has
0: a mission church in Wichita, Kansas, that helps the victims of this banker's economy, the American people. Your neighbors, the mission is the last hope for so many Americans. We need your help to lift up the poorest of the poor. These are men, women, and children who once had homes. Now in the street, they all need what you need first aid, beds,
4: food,
3: clothing, and so on. You can send a monetary gift or a box of necessities to 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas 66851. Or donate online by going to wichitahomeless.com or simply call 316. Six one nine four eight eight six three one six six one nine four
6: eight eight six.
5: All right, welcome to New World Order Info, and I'm Melissa Roxanne, and you're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and check out all the different ways to listen to AVR, and join us in the chat room. There's several people in there talking right now, typing away, so uh, don't be afraid, Lots of you listen, but you've never been to the chat room. So, hey, there's no time like the present. And it's really simple to, you know, get in there, register and all that. You just pick a username, give your uh, email address, I believe, unless things have changed. Uh, And then just, you know, pick a password and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I don't know exactly, but, you know, it's changed a few times, but that's pretty much all there is to it. You might have to wait to get some kind of email. I don't know, but anyway, then you can just log in and be in the chat room. So, and uh, you know, people are pretty friendly in there, and uh, uh, Frank's in there, and uh, a lot of the regulars. So, check that out. And then there's the news uh, feeds on the website that have been updated. There's the uh, superstore where you can find all kinds of great products uh, from AVR. And uh, there are just all kinds of things that you can see there. And uh, if you have any questions, you can always come to the chat room and we'll try to help you out and answer those if we can. And so I'm going to go ahead and get to it. Um, Thank you to the micro broadcasters, of course, and all of you out there that support us in so many different ways, we appreciate that so um, did you know that vitamin C which I've been talking about you know for years including a lot lately, I've been doing shows about it can treat so many things Um, for instance here's just some of the things Um, you know progress takes time fresh fruit was known to cause scurvy, that was way back in 1753, but the governments ignored the fact for nearly 100 years, of course, and countless thousands died in the meantime, and the 19th century doctor who first told everybody washing one's hands between patients died, um, like not washing the doctors that were treating patients and doing surgery and all these things and were not washing their hands caused patients to die, including, you know, child, people giving birth to babies. Um, you know, he was ignored and in disgrace with the, you know, medical killers, whatever you want to call them, genociders. And then, you know, toxic mercury, they put into vaccines, they put it into children's teeth, you know, the fillings in our teeth and and adults as well. They dump the fluoride in the water, you know, the chlorine, all these things. Um, Roundup is in everything. Um, So, you know, it goes on and on and on and all the other ways are poisoning us. Um, But the first physician to aggressively used vitamin C to cure diseases was Frederick R. Clinner MD, and that was back in the early 40s, 1940s, and Dr. Clinner consistently, let's just say, I can't say the C word, but he got rid of chicken pox, measles. Okay, remember all this thing going on with Disney World and the measles and everything in the news about, oh, there's this big measles outbreak with 100 people or whatever that got the measles, 100 kids or whatever, and it's because of all these unvaccinated people. Well, Klenner already got rid of measles, He gave it to his own, or his own child had it, I believe. I don't know. I don't think he gave it to her, but but he did. you know, give her vitamin C, and depending on how much he gave her and how often, or he held back and didn't give it to her and didn't give it to her often enough, the measles would kind the symptoms would come and go based on how much vitamin C the child got. So he got rid of the vitamin C, and he kept that going for a month in his own child to try to help the world, you know, to try to solve, okay, will it work for this? And it did. So that was another thing. So we don't, you know, there's no reason for that vaccine, um, and and it's good to, you know, for those of us that work, both those children, um, you know, all those things you're exposed to help you in the future and help your immune system and all that. But anyway, if if one wanted to take vitamin C to get rid of these things, you know, that's that's all there is to it. Of course, always check with your doctor. Have to say legally. A licensed medical practitioner, but you know, if I were you I would be studying up on vitamin C because all the things I've done, all the things I've researched, yes, there's so many things out there that are so fantastic. But not everything works for everything, but you know, some things seem, you know, to work for a lot of things. But I don't know, vitamin C to me is just something astounding, amazing, miraculous. Even if these doctors that we're big proponents of vitamin C or still are they say it wasn't a miracle it isn't a miracle or whatever but it just works well I think it is a miracle and so you know it just seems to work for I can't say a hundred percent of the time a hundred percent of the people a hundred percent of the animals or whatever but you know if I had to bet on something working I would pretty much bet on vitamin C over most anything else and um, so you know, he got rid of Dr. Klinner, Dr. Frederick R. Klinner, medical doctor. He was widely known for using vitamin C. He basically used on all of his patients. When they came in, immediately they were given vitamin C. Before they were even, you know, telling the nurse and him what was wrong with them, he automatically gave them vitamin C because he knew it worked for everything. So, um, you know, it worked for, and he... Used it for things like chickenpox, measles, the mumps, tetanus, polio. He healed polio way back in the day, and he tried to tell the doctors, uh, you know, how he did it exactly, step by step, with the vitamin C. And of course, they shut him out. They didn't want to hear it. You know, he presented it to a whole lot of them, and. They keep all this out of the medical journals, and they demonize vitamin C because it does work for all these different things, and they don't want you to know about. It. They want you to go to them instead of healing yourself with vitamin C, okay because vitamin C would if everybody knew about it would put them out of business they wouldn't be able to afford those fancy cars and mistresses and you know second and third houses and all the vacations and You know, all the big pharma, um, you know, bonuses and bribes and whatever they get for prescribing all these horribly toxic, dangerous, you know, murderous drugs. So they're not going to tell you about vitamin C. And a lot of them don't even know, you know, they haven't researched it or been taught that it really works, you know. They've been taught to demonize it, and plus they're threatened. They would lose their medical licenses and maybe be murdered, have to leave the country, and, you know, could no longer so-called practice medicine, practice being the operative word because you are all the guinea pigs they're practicing on. And, hey, if you think they're so great, go and read pretty much any drug that's advertised on the Internet or on television or in a magazine or wherever it is, all of their drugs. Go look at the list of side effects possible side effects, or black box warnings, or adverse reactions, and those aren't even all of them, and a lot of times they keep those off the labels, and people die, you know, and they wait years to tell you these things that they already know when they put the drugs out there, so use those at your own risk, I don't recommend them, and I wouldn't use them, you know, for me, or my loved ones, or children, or animals, et cetera, any living thing, so... Um, but back to Quinter, he also used vitamin C um, for so many things And vaccines are now available for those things that I talked about You know, the chicken pox, measles, mumps, tetanus, polio um, But this was not the case in the 1940s when, when he was healing all these people that had all of these different things So here are some more things that uh, Dr. Quinter successfully treated with vitamin C, okay? There's a whole lot of them. For instance, pneumonia, encephalitis, shingles, also known as herpes zoster, herpes simplex, which, you know, can be regular old cold sores, mononucleosis, the Things that a lot of people think you know you get from kissing uh pancreatitis hepatitis, you know so many times you hear these things can't be cured, can't be gotten rid of, whatever, um and there's nothing you can do. the doctors always say there's nothing more we can do for you or there is no cure you know there's they're they're only treating um, you know they're managing the disease and so-called treating the symptoms, but really they're not managing the disease nor treating the symptoms. They're just drugging you or your children or your loved ones or your animals. And what they're giving you is just going to cause more destruction and more you know, ruining of your immune system and your body sees these things as poison, which they are and toxic to your body. And you know, it's going to ruin the immune system or your immune system is going to be fighting all these things that they put in you. I mean, they're made from petroleum, petrochemicals, petroleum byproducts a lot of the time. And other times, you know, the stuff in the vaccines is just pure poison, you know, grown in diseased organs of animals. Then you have the aborted, murdered baby fetal cells in there, they're putting those in the food and beverages as well it's just it's an abomination and they do it because of that, you know, it's like Satan's, you know, thing he, he just loves to do to us and, you know, he wants to kill us, murder us every step of the way, make us sick and his minions are are helping him out with us and you might see them as somebody that's going to help you and make you well, but They're not. They're using all these poisons. And so there's things out there that are things that you, you know, are alternatives. And what I would use, you know, I I don't go to those doctors. I don't go to the allopaths. And, you know, I don't want any part of those drugs. So I would rather learn how to heal my own self, you know, how to help my body heal itself. I do believe in the power of prayer. And... You know, our Heavenly Father and His Son Who died for our sins, Jesus Christ But I also believe in, you know Hey, why put these poisons in your body? Why not do what I believe, you know They would want us to do and Holy Ghost wants us to do Your body is a temple So why don't you put those poisons in it, you know That have killed so many um, And so many in my own family And, and are, you know, right now doing so Um, And I'm sure you can relate to the same and think of all the mistakes that they make. And so why not look at alternatives to that? Um, So getting back to the other things that Dr. Klenner successfully treated with vitamin C therapy, things such as Rocky Mountain spotted fever from ticks, bladder infections, urinary tract infections, alcoholism. Arthritis, some cancers, leukemia, atherosclerosis, hardening of the arteries, ruptured intervertebral disc, slit disc, high cholesterol, although that's kind of a scam. you know, um, We need cholesterol, and our brain's made up of, of that, and we need enough fat, good fat. Um, in order to be healthy and, you know, if your cholesterol is too low, you can die. You can have a stroke from that too. Um, so I don't believe in all that no fat, low fat nonsense. Um, it's just the right kinds of fats that we need and not the wrong kinds. So hydrogenated oils are really bad, Margarine's really bad. You know, um, the genetically modified stuff and soybean oil and all that stuff is total garbage. So. Um, And then also he healed corneal ulcers, diabetes, glaucoma, all this with vitamin C. And we'll hear more after the break. So stick around. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back to hear more about vitamin C.
3: our vegetables from is dead. Delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system $149.99. Call 541 225 4659. That's 541 225 4659. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click the
1: satellite system.
6: I'm
5: Welcome back to New World Order Info. I'm Melissa Roxanne. It's my live show tonight on Monday, April 20th, 2015. And you're listening to me on the theamericanvoice.com. You can also go to americanvoiceradio.com and check out all the different ways to listen to ABR. And uh, I was telling you about vitamin C and uh, the legendary Dr. Frederick R. Klinner. M.D. who was a huge proponent, and he, you know, he loved vitamin C. He was a big um, proponent of vitamin C, and wrote about it, and used it on his patients and his, uh, you know, the medical profession. And so here are things. So I told you some of the things that he used vitamin C uh, successfully he treated with vitamin C and that. Those were, for instance, pneumonia, encephalitis, herpes roaster also shingles, herpes simplex, mononucleosis, pancreatitis, hepatitis, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, bladder infection, urinary tract infections, alcoholism, arthritis, some cancers, leukemia, atherosclerosis or hardening of the arteries, ruptured invertible, invertebral disc or, you know, um, when you slip a disc in your back, et cetera, high cholesterol, corneal ulcer, diabetes, glaucoma, schizophrenia, burns and secondary infections, heat stroke, radiation burns, Heavy metal poisoning, like mercury, lids, venomous bites from insects and snakes, multiple sclerosis, chronic fatigue, complications of surgery, and the list goes on and on and on. And he healed animals that had uh, panleukopenia and, or known as parvo in dogs and puppies or feline panleukopenia. Or feline distemper in cats and kittens, um, which, you know, and kittens alone has a 90% rate of death. Um, he healed that with vitamin C. And after giving it to them, uh, they can be better. You know, like they didn't even have days when it would kill them otherwise. So. And when, she, you know, you go to the vet and take your animal, they're most likely, for very, very, very few, are going to know anything about vitamin C or using it for that or any other purpose, nor will they. Um, And they would just do the standard giving them antibiotics and and keeping them hydrated. And most of the time it doesn't work, although it may rarely work, you know. So um, these are just some of the things that Dr. Klinner was able to be successful with treating with vitamin C. So, you know, it seems like an impossible list of, of things that were able to be treated, but, you know, you can either dismiss the subject or look into it, investigate it, you know, do the research on it and learn more about vitamin C. Uh, Dr. Klinner chose to research, and and he ended up being able to save so many different, you know, people's lives and, and help from his research and from, all that he learned, and he wrote and, and told everyone about vitamin C. So think of how many lives he saved, much less just his own patients' lives, just by telling the truth about vitamin C, you know. He went against the the overlords in his medical profession, and he mm-hmm. was like a pioneer and went against them, and he did them. And he saved so many lives because of it, so... Um, he wasn't scared to go up against against them, and so uh, the result was he used massive doses of vitamin C for over 40 years when he was, you know, in the medical profession, and he wrote dozens of medical papers on the subject, and there's a complete list of them, um, it's called The Clinical Guide to the Use of Vitamin C and that came out in 1988 and it was edited by Lyndon H. Smith, MD and that's put out by Life Sciences Press in Tacoma, Washington, 1988. It's called The Clinical Guide to the Use of Vitamin C and that's all of Dr. Klinner's medical papers on the subject of healing with vitamins a complete list of them in that book and it's difficult to ignore his success but it has been done you know because how many of you out there have even heard of him unless maybe you've heard it from me or um, you know if you've maybe listened to AVR and heard his name or something because you know other than that you're You're not going to hear it. You're not going to hear it much anywhere on mainstream media or television or, you know, things like that. So, you know, you're not going to be taught about him in school, um, most likely. So, you know, here's something he wrote, a quote from Dr. Klinner, big, huge vitamin C proponent (laughs) um, and healer with, you know, using vitamin C on his patients. He said some physicians would stand by and see their patient die rather than use ascorbic acid, which is vitamin C, because in their finite minds, it exists only as a vitamin. And that is exactly what happened with Alan Smith, remember? I mean, I'm not going to go through it all, but I've told you that story. And the man from New Zealand who had, you know, multiple things wrong with him, he was very close to death. They wanted to take him off life support, as doctors did. They said, there's nothing more we can do for you. Um, his family found out about vitamin C because his brother-in-law knew about it and and, and told you know, the other family about it. And they gave him, finally talked the doctors into, after much debate about it and then refusing to do it, one of the doctors finally re- agreed to do it. Okay, well, let's try it. Uh, even though they said, you know, he's going to die, uh, there's nothing more we can do, let's just take him off life support, he's never going to get better, you know, they didn't even want to try it. So they finally convinced him, they gave him a little bit of vitamin C, he got better. Um, and they were given a very small amount, and his body was only able to make use of a fifth of it because they gave it to him through an IV, and that's just the way it works when you get vitamin C intravenously through an IV your body can only use a fifth of what you get so they gave him a small amount and he did get better and they lied when they realized yeah he did get better they said it was because they turned him over on his stomach he had pneumonia so bad in both of lungs you couldn't even see them on an x-ray and they call that whited out or clad out pneumonia and then they said he had swine flu, H1N1, that was back in 2009 when that was a huge thing in the news and everybody was talking about it. They were trying to get everybody to get vaccinated for that and get your swine flu vaccine or H1N1 vaccine. That was what that was all about. Um, you know. So And now they include in the regular flu vaccines they put the H1N1, you know, they're treating you for that, too. So if you're getting that virus. Um, so anyway, you know, so he had that. They claimed anyway. Um, he was bleeding from, um, I don't know exactly, maybe his ears, nose or something, um, which is a sign of scurvy, by the way. It can be definitely a sign of
4: scurvy
5: be internally or externally. So if he had that. Uh, I'm sure he had lots of other health problems, but the main ones they were talking about were the three: each one in one or swine flu, Um, and then the pneumonia in both his lungs, really, really bad. Um, And then they also later diagnosed him with cancer, hairy cell leukemia. So, you know, yet they didn't want to give him a vitamin. What was it going to hurt him? They said he was going to die. He would never get better. There was nothing they could do for him. And they wanted to take him off of life support and otherwise end his life. But they didn't want to give him a vitamin. I wonder why. I wonder why they didn't want to give him a a vitamin. You know, like, what's it going to hurt if he's already almost dead and going to die anyway, you know, because they're not doing anything for him and they want to take him off life support. Does that make any sense? So obviously they knew vitamin C was going to work, and they withheld it, you know, on purpose. So finally they agreed to give him something that got better. They lied and said it was because they turned him over on his stomach and it helped the fluid to drain out of his lungs. So they just coincidentally waited until they gave him the vitamin C to turn him on his stomach. See, they weren't even going to do that even so they knew it would help him to get the fluid out of his lungs So they they didn't do that either until they gave him the vitamin C to use that as their excuse as to why he got better. So see the kind of little devious things they they pull and and do? Um, So then they refused to give him vitamin C because he did start getting better, even though they were just giving this little bit and they were giving it to him intravenously. So they ended up moving him to a different hospital. The second hospital... um, refused to give him any. And they even got an attorney, you know, I think, to get him any vitamin C at the first hospital. They they gave, they ended up giving him some crazy little tiny, like, two milligrams or something. Whatever it was, it was a very small amount. You know, the attorney was able to get get him to be able to take, you know, to allow him to have. So, you know, then the, the second hospital, they wouldn't even let him have any. So, you know, his wife and his sons, They found out about this one kind of vitamin C, and it's very available to our bodies, much more so than the kind that's given intravenously. So they gave him that kind, and it's like a dollar per gram. And they gave him six of those a day, and it comes with like a gram of phospholipids as well. And it healed him of every bit of it. It healed him of the cancer the H1N1, you know, that he was in a coma and everything earlier. They had put him in a coma, medically induced him into a coma, and they healed, you know, healed the pneumonia. It, it stopped the bleeding and everything, you know, which is a sign of scurvy, I believe, and, and so does he and his family. The reason he had all those problems was because he was highly deficient in vitamin C. That was the root of all of those medical issues. So, you know, that led to all those other things that were wrong with him. So when he got enough vitamin C, all those things went away. They were healed. So, you know, if you think that that's just a fluke or something, you know, it has helped heal so many people and so many animals and saved so many lives. And you can read all about it. You know, if you do read just alone, Dr. Klinner alone, all the patients, and, and successful uses he had with vitamin C, and then there's Dr. Robert Cathcart and Dr. Irwin Stone, Dr. Andrew Saul, you know, and Dr. Linus Pauling, um, so many different people that have used vitamin C successfully and are proponents of it, and have studied and researched it and used it successfully on their patients and animals, and veterinarians that have used it, and you know, this is just, just a, a small portion you know, because there's there's people out there like me, Frank, and others, you know, that know about vitamin C, and we use it successfully to save, you know, our animals' lives and to help us and them when they become sick or injured, and so, you know, and there's people worldwide that do the same, so, you know, you know, it's not going to work like it should if... Everybody just listens to the RDA amounts, you know, that the government tells us. We only need this little teeny tiny amount of vitamin C. And anything above that could be so dangerous. So, you know, I would say investigate it yourself. Don't just take my word for it. Look into these people that I tell you about. And, you know, I can give you lots of different sources to look for. But those names, especially like... Uh, Dr. Frederick Klinner, you could look up, MD, is a great one, Uh, Dr. Irwin Stone, and that's I-R-W-I-N-S-T-O-N-E, Frederick R. Klinner, MD, Dr. Andrew Saul, and that's S-A-U-L, and his website, DrYourself.com, is a great site to learn about vitamin C, D-O-C-T-O-R-Y-O-U-R-S-E-L-S, Dr. Yourself.com, Dr. Andrew W. Saul, S-A-U-L. He's a big vitamin C proponent and talks about it, you know, writes about it a lot. And, uh, you know, Dr. Robert Cathcart, MD. So those are just a few. Then there's Linus Pauling, Dr. Linus Pauling, two-time Nobel Prize winner. He was, you know, a very legendary chemist and... So many different things And a huge proponent of vitamin C um, And so I've, I was reading some From one of his books on my last show And I'll probably read some more Tonight to you but So you know all these people These very smart people That use vitamin C successfully um, And so you could do the same You know um, And so I would just recommend To look into it, to research it As much as possible because yes there's lots of other things that Frank and I use and that other people use successfully and that work, and, and I highly recommend, you know, learning about those too and stocking up on them. But, um, you know, this is just, to me, a mind-blowing thing, vitamin C. and a wonderful thing for one's health and, and to bulletproof one's immune system, and that is what we use. So, you know, that's, that, among other things, we definitely use. Um, but this is something that's like a standby for everything. Um, so it is a blood thinner, so keep that in mind and look into it. Ask your doctor about it, your vet, etc And we'll be right back with a whole other hour on the other side, so stick around. <laughs>
6: With my life, so I find my life. Even if with my children, I'm just keeping at my wife. Get off of my back
3: Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead, meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Pacific.
5: obligations or relationship problems have you feeling stressed out when life is too much to handle use apothecary herbs emotional stress formula feel calm and more in control with herbs especially combined to provide the organic nutrition your system needs to help you cope complete instructions for maximum benefit and a money-back guarantee you've waited long enough call apothecary herbs now toll free 866-229-3663 that's 866-229-3663. International callers dial 704-875-8010 or order online at the 3 com.
1: Prices have increased over 40%. Energy prices have increased over 20%. Wheat
3: and gas prices have increased over 70%. What's going to be next? Do you see these trends reversing or even stabilizing? All fiat currencies have always failed and collapsed their economies on their way down. The Roman Empire, China, France, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Russia, and Zimbabwe all tried fiat currency and all collapsed into chaos. Meanwhile, the dollar has lost over 97% of its gold value since 1971 when an ounce of gold was valued at $35. If your assets are in paper, you are in danger. Protect your assets with gold and silver. Visit Discount Gold and Silver Trading at DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com or call 1-800-375-4188. That's 800-375-4188. Protect yourself and your family.
6: I couldn't get no gold You know the way to do that for all It's my a little while I think I see my brother coming Right in many a mine you me something. You get a little gold I want to be free with my brother Keep it from the gallows home Brother, I'm gonna host, you don't feel right I thought a little gold I thought a little love in face Keep it from the gallows home Keep it from the gallows home Thank you.
5: Welcome back to New World Order Info, and I'm Melissa Roxanne, you're listening to me on theamericanvoice.com, and it is my live show tonight on Monday, April 20th, 2015, and you're listening to me on (laughs) theamericanvoice.com. Okay, so you can go to the chat room, there's a few people in there, Frank's in there. Um, I'm talking about vitamin C tonight, and I gave you a uh, somewhat long list, although there's many, many other things that vitamin C, you know, successfully heals and um, treats. Um, everything from pneumonia, encephalitis, shingles, herpes simplex, mononucleosis. These are just some of the things that Dr. Frederick and Indy successfully treated with aggressive vitamin C therapy, pancreatitis, hepatitis, Rocky Mountain spotted fever, bladder infection, alcoholism, arthritis, some cancers, leukemia, hardening of the arteries, or atherosclerosis, uh, slipped disc, ruptured invertebral disc, high cholesterol, corneal ulcers, diabetes, glaucoma, schizophrenia, burns, secondary infections from you know, the burns, heat stroke, radiation burns, heavy metal poisoning with mercury and lead, venomous bites from insects and snakes, multiple, multiple sclerosis, chronic fatigue, complications of surgery. So, like you said, Dr. Cliner wrote, some physicians would stand by and see their patient die rather than use ascorbic acid, also known as vitamin C, because in their finite minds, it exists only as a vitamin. So I told you how they they held the vitamin C back from treating the man in New Zealand, um, Alan Smith. You can go to YouTube, type in A-L-A-N-S-M-I-T-H, in quotes, vitamin C, and look for the 17 and some odd seconds um, minute long video, 17 minutes and a few seconds, um, and that is a 60 minutes television show that aired in New Zealand on television that told you know the truth about vitamin C and how it did save Alan's life, and he and his family members do believe. That is what saved his life. That is what his problem was. He was highly deficient in vitamin C. Um, I believe he had scurvy. Um, and so then when he got enough vitamin C, all those health problems went away. He's in great health today, still uses vitamin C. He was only, he only got six grams a day that his wife gave him herself in the hospital because neither hospital would give him enough. Um, But the vitamin C she gave him wasn't through a shot, it wasn't through um, an IV or anything, you know, it was just his wife gave him by mouth this vitamin C that's so able to be used by our bodies, it's called bioavailability, and it has such uh, bioavailability that it healed him, and he only got 6 grams, it cost around $6, I don't know what it cost in New Zealand, but in the United States, It would cost around $6 a day uh, for the amount he got that healed him. So, um, you know, for $6 a day when you're at death's door and and all the doctors say there's nothing we can do for him, we need to take him off life support, he's going to die, he's never going to get better, Uh, yet $6 a day saved his life. I guarantee you his hospital bill was a heck of a lot more than $6 a day, okay? They charge like $100 for an aspirin, which can kill you, by the way, so... You know, believe it or not, it can, and it causes internal bleeding, um, and that could be because it depletes vitamin C. A lot of drugs deplete vitamin C um, and other vitamins, you know, so, and it can cause ulcers, you know, aspirin, or ordinary aspirin, so gastrointestinal bleeding, all those things, and many others. They can kill you, and antibiotics, antibiotics can kill. Um, all the big pharma drugs and over-the-counter drugs can kill, you know even if they're used in the right way. So, you know, they can make people go blind. They can cause all kind of health problems. Um, Vitamin C, they try to demonize it and act like it's, it's, you know, oh, if you use this over this little tiny bit, then, you know, it can cause problems and it's dangerous. You know, here's the RDA. It's it's 60 milligrams or a little bit more. You know, it used to be 60 anyway. Um, They may have raised it a little, you know, and depending on, if you're a male, female, elderly, a child, pregnant, or whatever, it varies, the RDA does, but it's so low, it's pathetic. And they do that for all the vitamins, you know, because they don't want us to be healthy. So they try to scare you into thinking, you know, if you take more than this little amount they tell you to take, that, you know, it's going to cause all these problems, but it's not true. Um, and it's remarkably safe, even in enormously high doses and compared to commonly used prescription drugs and over-the-counter drug side effects are virtually non-existent using vitamin C. Um, Now, you know, if you're on blood thinners, it is a blood thinner, so, and even, no matter what, you know, you can talk to your doctor. You should ask your doctor about it, your licensed medical practitioner, but just know that most of them are not going to recommend it or, you know, they're not going to know anything about it. They're not. They've not been taught about it in medical school. And if they have, they may learn. They may have learned that, hey, if I tell my patients about this, then they're not going to come to me anymore. You know, it's going to end my medical practice. They're not going to keep getting all these drugs that I push on them. They're just big drug pushers anyway. They get paid off. You know, it's like they'll do anything for money. And they just do what they're told. They don't do what's right. They don't do what our Heavenly Father would want. They don't really try to heal anybody. I'm not saying all doctors because I'm sure there are some that do good, just like Dr. Klinner. You know, he was an MD. He healed so many people, and others have as well. But they're far and few between, you know, that are going to be honest, that are going to tell you the truth, that aren't going to just push some kind of drug, big pharma drug that they get, drives and kickbacks, and money, and vacations, and all kind of things to push, and when the drugs, you know, have been patented, and the patents are about to expire, they try to get them to push these drugs even more, so they can make as much money as they can before the patents expire. They're putting people on drugs, uh, like antipsychotics, when the people are not psychotic, should never be put on those, you know, and then think of all the drugs for antidepression and anxiety, and You know, even for smoking, they they prescribe Chantix to veterans and and to all kinds of people. And they end up being psychotic from it, okay, an anti-smoking drug. So all their drugs are dangerous. They're made from, like, highly toxic chemicals and and petroleum byproducts and all these things that are poisons to our body. So you don't even know what's in these drugs and you're taking them, Would you do that with anything else? Would you just take some random something and not even know what the heck's in it? And then even knowing, you know, you can go and read the side effects and adverse reactions and how it's killed other people and and you know children and you're still you know just mindlessly lapping all this up and doing what the doctors you know prescribe without looking into it. You know, a lot of people just go take whatever their doctor says, go get it filled take it they don't even look up any of the side effects it's crazy um you know i used to be one of those people i used to just do what i was told listen to authority figures and you know i didn't know any better and and most people are that way you know they just have been brainwashed into believing everything that those people in the white coats tell us and you know the magazines and Big Pharma and the television commercials and the doctors and everybody else out there pushes the advertisements, push, you know, and what other people are doing. You know, go get your antibiotics for every single time you get sick. Um, But there's another way, you know, and I don't go to doctors. Um, I haven't gone for years. And, I, you know, try to study and learn and research all I can about health and remedies, and there is another way versus doing those things that, you know, you've just been brainwashed to do, you know, Um,
4: so there's
5: another way, and I hope you'll look into it and learn all you can about all these other ways, you know, including vitamin C, because that is one of the best things, I think, in the world um, for treating any kind of health issue, okay, I'm not going to say it's for every single person, every single time, and every single malady or anything, because, you know, maybe, There could be indications when you shouldn't use it or maybe you're on a blood thinner or something like that or whatever. So talk to your doctor, look into it, do the research. But for me, um, for Frank, you know, for our animals, we definitely use it. Um, It doesn't scare us or anything. And, you know, they try to demonize it in certain ways, you know, because big pharma doesn't want anybody to know the truth. Um, So a lot of the sites out there, um, or doctors and people like that, or paid shills for doctors and big pharma and, and corporations putting the drugs out, et cetera. they may lie, and they do lie, about vitamin C and other things, you know, that can help and heal. And a lot of other things that heal, and they'll say, oh, that's just an old lifestyle or whatever. You know, for some kind of herb or whatever it is that works, you know, they don't want you to know the truth. Um, I know one time... A pharmacist was telling me, you know, if if you've had a stroke, you know, it would probably be a good idea to take aspirin. And I said, well, uh, garlic is a blood thinner, you know, meaning that that's an alternative to aspirin. And the pharmacist, of course, said, oh, that's an old wives' tale. I don't believe in any of that herb nonsense, you know. So this is what the doctors have and the pharmacists have been brainwashed to believe and or threatened, oh, no. You know, you can't ever tell them about these things because it'll put us all out of business. You'll lose your license. You know, you'll get locked up. You'll be harassed. You'll be maybe murdered, you know, put out of business. You can't practice in this state or other states or you have to leave the country. You know, on and on it goes. So, you know, look into it. And and if you see things written that demonize these people I've mentioned, then most likely it's somebody that is lying or it's brainwashed to believe, you know, vitamin C is not good, and all the big pharma junk is, or all the allopathic medicine is. So keep that in mind, okay? Um, and another thing, for instance, they demonize it. They'll say things like, you know, it causes kidney stones. You know, like in, in high amounts or something. So it does not cause kidney stones. In fact, vitamin C increases urine flow and favorably lowers the body's pH to help keep stones from forming. And William J. McCormick, MD, used vitamin C since the late 1940s to prevent and treat kidney stones. Vitamin C does not significantly raise oxalate levels, and uric acid stones have never resulted from its use either. And Dr. Klinner said, the ascorbic acid, kidney stone story is a myth, okay? So how much vitamin C is an effective therapeutic dose? Dr. Klinner gave up to 30 grams per day, 30,000 milligrams, because there's a 1,000 milligrams per gram of vitamin C. Generally, he gave 350 to 700 milligrams per kilogram body weight per day, and a kilogram is... Approximately 2.2 pounds, so, um, you know, 350 to 700 milligrams per kilogram body weight. So that's per 2.2 pounds, okay? So 350 to 700 milligrams per 2.2 pounds of body weight per day. Yet the RDA is like 100 milligrams or less. He gave 350 to 700 milligrams per 2.2 pounds per day if that tells you anything. So that's a lot of vitamin C. And, you know, I say he gave up to 30 milligrams a day. well, um, I know Dr. Levy, Dr. Thomas Levy, another vitamin C expert and proponent, and he had his own vitamin C you know, clinic where he used vitamin C on his patients. Um, now he travels around the world teaching about vitamin C and other things to his health. And his site is peakenergy.com. Peak P-E-A-K E-N-E-R-G-Y dot com. Doctor Thomas Levy, and he's got a lot of videos on YouTube and some on the site. You know, you can watch too. You can type in vitamin C, Doctor Thomas Levy, for instance, or Tom Levy MD. Um, you know, he he's used I think up to like three hundred grams a day through IV. Okay. So IV, one's going to need more because, remember, only a fifth of it is available to our bodies. Um, So anyway, it depends on what manner of vitamin C is taken. So how much, you know, can be used and needs to be used and all that. But, you know, it's good to learn you know, how much is needed and about bowel tolerance and how often to take it, how many times a day, and it varies depending on many factors. Okay. There's no set standard um, amount. It, it depends on every individual and what's wrong with them and, and you know, lots of different things, whether they're a smoker or whether they drink alcohol, whether they're an alcoholic or they smoke, you know, a pack or a whole bunch of cigarettes or more than that a day or they don't smoke. Um, whether they're under a lot of stress and who isn't, right? Um, Whether they're on birth control pills or pharmaceutical or over-the-counter drugs, those things deplete vitamin C. All these things I'm mentioning do um, and can cause one to need more vitamin C. Um, If one is injured, you know, that's going to cause one to need more vitamin C. If they're sick, the same thing. Under stress, the same thing. Um, And so if you have a lot of these factors then that's more vitamin C that the body needs. Um, so those are just some of the things, and it, it varies, you know, how much vitamin C everybody needs. And it's not like, okay, this person, depending on all these things, needs this much vitamin C a day. It changes on a daily basis. Another thing, sugar, um, sugary substances and carbohydrates um, can You know, like if one takes vitamin C and then they go in and drink something with sugar in it, like all these sugary soft drinks or whatever, or they make some kind of drink and they put sugar in it, or they eat some kind of a food that's sugary or dessert or carbohydrates, you know, like starchy stuff that turns into sugar in the body, okay, those things cause the body to get less vitamin C. And if you've just taken it or something then, you know, the vitamin C you've taken, you're not going to get as much of it. Your body can't use as much because the sugar depletes vitamin C. Um, So there's lots of different factors. And so these are things, you know, to be aware of and to look into, to research. Um, Those names I gave you are good names to look up, you know, anything by Linus Pauling, Ph.D., Another brilliant chemist that wrote a lot about vitamin C. He wrote How to Live Longer and Feel Better, which I have right here in my hand. That's a great book, you know, that I highly recommend you can get about vitamin C to learn more about it. There's The Healing Factor, Vitamin C Against Disease by Erwin Stone. Um, That came out in 1972. So that's um, by Erwin Stone. Those are just a couple. So we'll be right back and hear a lot more on the other side. Don't go anywhere.
6: Thank you.
3: Have denied internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC seized use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks. No one communication system can be dependent on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a Ku band, free-to-air satellite system. ABR. The ABR system includes a receiver, an LMB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for $149.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system, $149.99. Call 541-225-4659. That's 541 541- 225 Two two five four six five nine, or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click Satellite System. Food prices going up, homes being foreclosed, unemployment insurance running out, jobs leaving the country. Many people cannot afford to eat or keep a roof over their head. Too many. Messiah's branch has a Mission Church in Wichita, Kansas,
0: that helps the victims of this banker's economy, the American people, your neighbors. The mission is the last hope for so many Americans. We
3: need your help to lift up the poorest of the poor. These are men, women, and children who once at homes, now in the street. They all need what you need, first aid, beds, food, clothing. Send a monetary gift or a box of necessities to 230 West 4th Street, Florence, Kansas 66851. Or donate online by going to WichitaHomeless.com. Or simply call 316 619 4886. 619 4886. have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead meaning it is depleted of minerals sulfur is a mineral sulfur has been depleted from the soil which means most people have been depleted of sulfur sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body you need oxygen you need organic sulfur American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Sulfur Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Pacific.
1: Walk it away, you me day.
5: All right, welcome back to New World Order Info, and it's my live show tonight on Monday, April 20th, 2015, it's the last part of my live show. I'm Melissa Roxanne, and you're listening to me on TheAmericanVoice.com. You can also go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com, so I was telling you about vitamin C again tonight, and some good books that... You know, we're good to learn a lot more about vitamin C. Or Here's a few. Uh, How to Live Longer and Feel Better by Linus Pauling, Ph.D. That came out in 1986. So I do have that one. And highly recommend that. And then there's uh, The Healing Factor, Vitamin C Against Disease by Erwin Stone. That's fantastic. It came out in 1972. Uh, the Healing Factor, Vitamin C Against Disease by Erwin Stone. Then there is the Vitamin C Connection by Emmanuel Cheroskin, MD, uh, that came out in 1983. So that's a good one, the Vitamin C Connection by Emanuel Cheroskin. And another good one that I mentioned uh, that has Dr. Klenner's papers, all of his papers, Um, is the clinical, actually it's just Clinical Guide to the Use of Vitamin C by Lyndon H. Smith MD. So those are some good ones um, that you may want to check out. Clinical Guide to the Use of Vitamin C by Lyndon H. Smith. And so now uh, I'm going to give you some more info, a little bit about fluoride and some other stuff, myths on vitamins in the remaining time. So Um, You know, here's one. Um, Well, natural healing is about curing the real diseases. It's not primarily about prevention, uh, nor is it reducible to a few cute platitudes about low-fat diets. One bold example, at Johns Hopkins, 281 HIV-positive men were studied for six years. One half received vitamin supplements, the other half didn't. There were only one half as many full-blown cases, AIDS cases in the vitamin group as in the no vitamin supplement group. So there were only one half as many. If this were a new drug that reduced new AIDS cases by half, it would have been front page news. And even on you know, all the channels, they might have interrupted you know, the most popular shows to now. it. So this study was released December 23, 1993. I bet that you've never seen one TV, newspaper, journal, or classroom mention of this. Okay. And the medical doctors and registered dietitians are still in a snit over what they think is a controversy as to whether vitamin C stops the common cold Vitamin, antivirals are good news for America and the world. Why are we yet to hear of them? Over 60,000 Americans, and this is old statistics, okay, each year die just from pneumonia and the flu. That doesn't mean run out and get all the vaccines against pneumonia and the flu, that they push on you. That you can go get in your grocery store in Walmart and, Go through your drive-through at the VA to get, you know, which is highly dangerous, by the way. You know, just the vaccines alone, not to mention getting them through a drive-through, um, should never be permitted. But you know, way back when this statistic was written, uh, at that time, over sixty thousand Americans each year die, you know, died just from pneumonia and the flu. That's more Americans in one year than were killed by. Ten years of the Vietnam War But there's no memorial to them They're just a dead though Right So here is um, Here are some myths about vitamins Here's myth number one And this is from Dr. Andrew W. Saul At doctoryourself.com I love his site I've used it for years I highly recommend it Vitamins are a promising area in healthcare but more research is needed before they can be used therapeutically. Myth number one. That's a myth right there. Okay, so that is nonsense. By 1953, there were literally thousands of studies compiled in one textbook Textbook alone. The Vitamins in Medicine was the name of that. That's the textbook, The Vitamins in Medicine by Bicknell and Prescott. There are protocols for... The work is already done, but the word has yet to get out. Want to believe this, but can't? It's not a matter of belief. Vitamin therapy is a matter of of observed fact. There is no longer any doubt that 60 years, and it's been even longer now, of vitamin research has demonstrated this to any medical physician who reads his or her own journals. They don't, of course, read them. After you listen to enough detail... Uh, men from the pharmaceutical companies and read dietitians drivel in the newspapers or nutrition text, you'll see why. And Dr. Saul says, I know, I've taught thousands of students and doctors who immediately see the value of supplements as primary therapy, meaning vitamin supplements. Try it and see for yourself. Results are what matter and vitamins get them. The medical doctors and food groups, dieticians will see the light eventually but can your family afford to wait and then he goes on to say must read book of the month is clinical guide to the use of vitamin c which i mentioned earlier edited by lyndon smith md you may remember him as the children's doctor from the today show believe it or not you know some people on tv actually do tell the truth you know write books that are good like that one um you know, most of them don't. Most of them are chills, but they have to say some truth because if not, you know, you're not going to believe anything they say. But apparently, you know, this book was a good one. So here is a summary. That's the one that had Dr. Quinner's, you know, medical papers. It, it's a summary of over 20 medical papers, and they are not just on vitamin C. By Frederick Robert Klinner, MD, in only 65 pages for around 10 bucks, maybe more, maybe less, depending on where you get it. And Dr. Klinner practiced aggressive megavitamin therapy for nearly 40 years, and his detailed protocols, including his astonishing five page long multiple sclerosis treatment plan, are in this little essential book. And that's put out by Life Sciences Press, Tacoma, Washington. And he points out he does not sell the book, neither do I. But ask for it at your bookstore or obtain a copy to read through interlibrary loan at your public library. It's called, again, um, Clinical Guide to the Use of Vitamin C. And it's papers, over 20 medical papers by Robert, Fred. I'm sorry, Frederick, Robert Klinner, and Dr. Fred Klinner. Um, And it's edited by Lyndon Smith, M.D., okay? And then here's more myths about vitamins, more myths about vitamins. Vitamins in mega doses are dangerous. They are, then where are the bodies? Okay, these are old statistics. They vary on when, but I'll tell you when I know. Annual deaths resulting from certain behaviors, smoking. 420,000 deaths per year. That's a reference from the US Public Health Service Surgeon General's office, there's no date. I'm sure it's way higher than that now. So that's almost half a million deaths per year from smoking. Uh, Drugs administered in a hospital, 130,000 deaths per year and that was a statistic way back from 1990, so you know it's higher now. But that was 130,000 deaths per year from drugs administered in a hospital. And that's what they tell us, you know, I'm sure it's higher than what they really say. Um, and that's from Johns Hopkins Medical Letter, Health After 50, March 1990, Risk of Fatal Drug Reactions in a Hospital is 0.44%. Um, Ralph Nader's Public Citizen Organization puts the number of doctor-caused deaths closer to 300,000 annually. And I'm sure that's an old statistic, too. I'm sure it's... Way higher than what we're being told, um, and then hip fractures: sixty-three thousand deaths per year from hip fractures, and that's from Chemical and Engineering News, July thirtieth, nineteen ninety. So that's you know a lower number than now, I'm sure. And hey, fluoride causes bones to be brittle, and when people fall, like elderly people, people with osteoporosis, people that you know have been exposed to Fluoride for years or high, high amounts of it, et cetera, in many different ways, and they're not even aware of it, it causes the bones to be riddled and all kind of problems with our bones and teeth and other things, you know. Um, it can be a factor in hypothyroidism. It can be a factor in attention deficit hyperactivity disorder or ADD. Um, and, and they call it that, but I just believe it's, that is fluoride poisoning, you know. That's just the name they gave it. But really, I believe one of the causes of that is fluoride poisoning, you know, or fluoride, you know, exposure. And swimming in pools, think of how many uh, times you've done that and kids do that and they're subjected to chlorine and fluoride right there. And, and they're both, you know, really bad for us and cause cancer among many other diseases. Okay. Then there is uh, routine childhood vaccinations, 485 deaths per year there And that was from back in uh, 1994, U.S. Food and Drug Administration, National Vaccine Information Center in the Rochester, New York, Democrat, and Chronicle, March 3, 1994. During the 39 months between July 1990 and November 1993, 1,576 children died from adverse reactions to common vaccines. That's 39 months. 1,576 children died from adverse reactions to common vaccines, and that was between July 1990 and November 1993. Then there's food poisoning, primarily for meats and seafood. There's 10,000 deaths per year, and that was an old statistic from Center for Science and the Public Interest from February 1994. And then there's shark attacks, under 15 deaths per year worldwide. Um, And that is, uh, I'm sure, an old statistic. Um, Apparently from, I'm not sure exactly, it may have been 1992. And then how many deaths per year from vitamin supplements? Zero. So that is from the Townsend Letter for Doctors, April 1992, and the Drug Abuse Warning Network Statistical Series 1, number nine, annual data, 1989. So zero deaths per year from vitamin supplements. So, you know, don't believe the fear-mongering that the Shills and Big Pharma and the doctors who are murdering and killing people up to right, you know, put out there, and all the websites that, have other agendas, you know, they're working for big pharma, they're working for the doctors, they're working for these big corporations selling all these drugs, so, you know, you can't believe everything you read, you got to read the right things that tell the truth, you know, it's just like TV, you know, are you going to believe everything you see on television, most of it is a bunch of lies, you're rarely going to come across the truth, so, the internet's the same way, and books and everything is the same way, and people have agendas, so, Companies, corporations have agendas. You have to realize all this and not believe, you know, when they're demonizing the vitamins, vitamin C, and things like that. At least that's what I believe after all the research I've done and and all these experts believe, and they've seen the results, you know. They've used them on their own patients, their own families themselves. I've used them. Frank's used them. So, um, So over 20 years ago, Lancet ran a study Demonstrating that vitamin C and most of the B complex, especially B6, pyridoxine, are knocked out of a woman's body by oral contraceptives. So, see, like I told you, um, the oral contraceptives, the pill, um, things like that, birth control pills, they deplete vitamin C and most of the B complex, especially vi- vitamin 6 vitamins. Water soluble vitamin deficiency is associated with stroke. And women on the pill are three to five times as likely at any age to have a stroke. And they put kids on birth control pills nowadays. They put teenagers, 15-year-olds. Okay, I've seen it. Done. Okay, I know people that they've done that too. When is the last time you knew of any physician prescribing nutritional supplements along with the pill? For instance, I knew somebody they had, uh, they were on Zoloft this, you know, anti-anxiety, antidepressant, whatever, big form of drug. And they had bleeding. Uh, They started bleeding, uh, you know, having a severe bleeding problem. So they went to the emergency room. And this was a teenager, like 15 years old. And their solution put her on the pill to stop the bleeding. Okay? And she was already on Zoloft, highly toxic, dangerous drug. And then they put her on the pill which causes strokes and all kinds of other health problems. So this is the kind of thing they do. So, you know, I, I would recommend those books like I told you, so many of them out there on vitamin C and so much good information, and I'm going to keep covering it. So listen to my next show and you'll hear a lot more. And I'm going to keep on telling you more about vitamin C. Um, and you'll find a lot of good stuff at DrYourself.com, Dr. Andrew W. Saul, like I said, a great website to check out, PeakEnergy.com, Dr. Thomas Levy and his books and videos that you can go to YouTube and watch. You can look up um, Alan Smith, Vitamin C, and read about him and watch videos um, where he goes around the country talking to people about Vitamin C and how it saved his life. You know, the man in New Zealand that I told you about had so many things wrong with him. They wanted to pull the plug, take him off life support, but six grams of vitamin C saved his life and healed him of so many different things, including cancer and pneumonia, extremely serious case of pneumonia and H1N1. Um, So, you know, those are just a few things you can look into, and I'll be telling you a whole lot more. So be sure and listen to my future shows on that. And I want to be giving you more information, lots more, about vitamin C and all kinds of wonderful things it has done and can do. Um, and I highly recommend doing the research. Always check with your doctor, you know, your doctors that do the research because they don't know everything. They spend a lot of times five minutes with you or each patient they see, and you're just shoved in and shoved out the door like you're on some conveyor belt or something, you know. Round and round it goes, and where it stops, nobody knows. They make all that money, but do they really care about you and your loved ones? They may pretend to or act like they do, but, you know, are they telling you about vitamin C and the truth about it, or are they pushing those big pharma drugs on you that can kill you and your loved ones? And the same for your animals, you know? So, um, anyway... Study about vitamin C and learn all you can That's what I recommend and stock up on it And all the other things that you hear me talk about And uh, You hear about on AVR The organic sulfur we have available You hear about that on the sulfur hour On Thursdays From 6 to 8 p.m. Pacific time So you know Check out that show and all the other good health shows On AVR And Wendy's um, herbs You know shows all kind of great herbs And formulas available so check it all out. Coming up next is the owner of AVR for two hours straight, Frank Stefan. So stick around for that live. And thank you for listening. Have a wonderful night.
6: i got you on the loop. I you i got you on the beat. of the Father.
1: American Voice Radio Network is heard on Galaxy
3: 19, 97 degrees west. Transponder 23, Frequency 12115, Audio PID 2595. ABR is heard on the left side audio channel. And ABR2 is heard on the right side audio channel. Remember, both ABR and ABR2 are on Galaxy 19. Same network, double the choices. Employment insurance running out, jobs leaving the country. Many people cannot afford to eat or keep a roof over their head. Too many can do neither. Messiah's Branch has a mission church in Wichita, Kansas that
0: helps the victims of this banker's economy, the American people. Your neighbors, the mission is the last hope for so many Americans. We need your help
3: to lift up the poorest of the poor. These are men, women, and children, once at home, now in the street. They all need what you need: first aid, beds, food, clothing, and so on. You can send a monetary gift or a box of necessities to 230 West Fourth Street, glorious Kansas 66851, or donate online by going to wichitahomeless.com, or simply call 316-619. Countries have denied internet access for their people during civil strife. The FCC didn't use commercial shortwave frequencies right after the September 11th attacks no one communication system can be dependent on to be there when you need information. You need choices. You need a KU band free-to-air satellite system from ABR. The ABR system includes a receiver, an LNB, and a 75-centimeter dish. All you need to get on your own is the coaxial cable. The system is delivered to your door for $149.99. That's right, delivered for $149.99. That's the shipping and the system $149.99. Call 541 two. Two five four six five nine. That's five four one two two five four six five nine. Or visit AmericanVoiceRadio.com and click the satellite system.
6: <laughs>
3: Studies have shown that the farm soil we get our vegetables from is dead meaning it is depleted of minerals. Sulfur is a mineral. Sulfur has been depleted from the soil, which means most people have been depleted of sulfur. Sulfur has been found to transport oxygen throughout the body. You need oxygen. You need organic sulfur. American Voice Radio Network has organic sulfur. Go to AmericanVoiceRadio.com and then to the Superstore to order your organic sulfur. It's your choice. Do you want to feel better or not? Don't forget to tune in to the Soul for Hour Plus One on AmericanVoiceRadio.com, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Pacific.